and I'll let you know when I see it pop up on our social media. with me Yoda and unicorns nice. unicorns is a theme from uh, mine of JP's radio days at torments him that I'm almost 55 and I still like unicorns and then of course you know Grogu because the Mandalorian live from VentureX Studios it's JP Kathy and the crew well good morning welcome to the end of the week I can't believe we've made it. We are so excited. Um, big show for us today. We have got the new Republican Party chairman, Abraham George, newly elected. I think this might be your first official interview. It is. It yes. really is. Yes. Yes. I love that. Um, he is in studio with us the entire time today. Um, of course, JP um, is traveling. Well, was traveling. He's with his dad now. His dad is still in the hospital. Um, so if you can, um, if the crew can put their hands together for Judge Payton and please pray for his dad, Stan, Stan the man, as the crew um, uh, lovingly refers to him. Um, he has had some testing done, um, some good results. And then um, yesterday we found out during our um, second annual Veterans Telethon that he has a, a mass. Now they're just hoping it's some fat cells. They've removed it, but they are going to biopsy it. Um, just please pray for um, JP and for his dad and for the entire um, Peyton family. Stan, we love you. We hope you get well soon. We want to see you back at home and and making fun of all of us like you do so well. So um, we love y'all and just uh, want y'all to know that you are definitely in our prayers. Um, speaking of the second annual JP, Kathy, and the Crew Veterans Day Telethon, a huge day. I'm, my voice, I'm kind of a little hoarse because uh, Chuck Wright and I talked all day yesterday. We love it. We had a blast. We had Ken Watterson from the Homeless Veterans Services of Dallas, who was with us all day. We had amazing veterans in studio that Zoomed in, um, raised um, money for the Homeless Veterans Services of Dallas. Fantastic organization. It's not too late to donate. As a matter of fact, <clears throat> Brett, I think it, they may still have the information up for the Homeless Veterans Services. I believe it's hvsd.org. Boy, I should have that memorized. I said it 92 times yesterday. Um, so it is not too late to donate. This is a great organization. What we recommended yesterday was, unless you're doing like a big old ginormous one-time donation, which obviously we welcome, if you want to go in, even $5 a month. And this helps homeless veterans get a shower, wash their clothes, um, have access to a computer so they can go in and get a job. Um, Ken told us a story about a female veteran that just within the last 72 hours, she had contacted the Homeless Veteran Services of Dallas. She was suicidal. She is now, she now has a plan. Um, they were able to save her life. She has a plan. She has um, hope 
and um, what a blessing that is. So just very proud to be associated with them. I want to thank Chuck Wright and all of our veterans who participated yesterday. Just um, another successful Veterans uh, Day telethon, and we're looking forward to the third annual Veterans Day telethon. So just good, good stuff all the way around. I am so excited to have with me Chairman Abraham George of the Republican Party of Collin County. How are you? First of all, congratulations. Thank you, Kathy. Yeah. I appreciate that. Well, um, I'm doing great. And, uh, well, you were our chairman a while back. Way and back in the day. <laughs> not that way back. But yeah, 2005 to 2008. So uh, you've, so you've got better technology. Well, <laughs> yeah, maybe, yeah. Well, and, you know, it is um, – it is one of those jobs, and and you and I talked, you know, um, when you were um, considering running, and we also want to talk. You currently hold two Republican Party positions, so I we're going to talk about that. But you know, something you and I talked about, and um, and I and I've gotten to know you. Actually, we first met at um, a prayer a prayer rally. That's right. We knew of at each other. Hope, we had kind of seen each other around. We were at the Hope Center and That's sat right. next to each other, yeah. at, you know, ginormous audience, and we happened to sit next to each other. Um, you were running for Parker City Council. That's correct. And um, I just, I've just thought the world of you ever since. I know your heart. I know you're a man of faith. I know you're a conservative. Yeah. Um, and I know you're here to serve. You've got a servant's heart. And, I appreciate um, you saying that. Well, yeah, yeah, <laughs> but it, it's all true. It's all true. And, you know, the, the position of... Of Republican Party chairman, um, and we want to thank Mark Reed, who who recently resigned, and we Absolutely. want to thank him for his service. Um, it, it's not an easy gig, and and for pe- people who don't know this, and a lot of people don't know this, it is a zero dollars an hour job. You know, you don't you don't get paid for this position. No, we don't. Uh, it's a one hundred percent volunteer thing, and but we love to do it. Yeah, it, it, it's it's the love of the party. It's the love of um, all, you know, the Republican and conservative philosophies and ideals. Um, so let's let's let the crew get to know you a little bit better. First all of right. all, tell us about your family. And by the way, love your wife. Uh, she is delightful and such a, such an amazing lady. Um, so tell us about your family, about what you what's your paying job because well, you know the paying well, job supports your political that's habit. Right. <laughs> well, I am married. Uh, my wife. Gina, she works at Baylor Plato actually, and uh, she's a nurse. Um, and God bless her. God bless her. <laughs> and I've got, we've got two kids: um, Sarah, a twelve-year-old, and a um, uh, able seven-year-old boy. So yeah, that's our family. Um, we're, we live in Parker, uh, and I do hold two positions in in Republican Party at this point, but um, yes. maybe for another month. Or so. so let's let's talk about that. Um, you, okay, you, you currently, before you became the Republican Party chairman, which literally this special election, which was held by the precinct chairs, yeah. um, just happened Monday night. Um, you have been serving and talk about when you got elected and talk about what the state Republican Executive Committee does. Well. The every I mean so in the state of Texas we have thirty one senate districts right so each senate district gets a a committee man and a committee woman uh, elected to the board of Republican parties uh, state committee and we pretty much run the party along with our chairman and the vice chair um, run run the budget you know do all the programs build all the programs especially victory victory efforts in 2022 we have our big victory effort that's coming up yeah right it, well and then um 
there's a committee man and a committee woman. That's right. For each of the senatorial districts, uh-huh. correct? And it, for us, it's Maggie uh, Vitt. Yes, a yeah. delightful lady. Uh, just yeah. a very feisty patriot. We we love Maggie. <laughs> she we love is. Maggie. She is she is feisty. She's she's tiny, but she's feisty. Yeah, yeah. She, she gets stuff done. <laughs> yes, I sure. wouldn't want to be on the wrong side of an issue yeah. with her. Yeah. Let's just say that. Um, so talk about how often does the state Republican Executive Committee meet? So where do y'all meet? Well, we meet every quarter officially, but we have with the Zoom and all of that. We have Zoom calls almost every other. Uh, week, uh, different committees meet. Um, there are other things going on. The convention is coming up. It's in June of 2022. We'll be in, it will be in uh, Houston. So we're working on that. Uh, this time it will be an in-person convention. So that's that's coming around. Yes. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, we're actually going to get to have fun and go to Houston and hang out with all the other patriots and you know have a wonderful convention. So that's happening. So officially about three months or so we meet and um, then rest of the stuff is through the zoom and all of that stuff. And yeah, it's, it's coming along pretty good. Well, and and it's a lot of work. I, you know, I, you, you, you're a humble individual, so you're not going to brag about this, but let's talk about the hours that go into being state Republican executive committee, ma'am, when it comes to travel and, um, you know, you make the rounds at, at the local clubs in Collin County. You, yeah. you know, you go to the executive committee meetings and fill them in. So talk about the time commitment. And again, how much are you getting paid for this job? Well, that See one. Right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Actually, I think the SREC job is more, has a lot more expense than, than a county chair job, yeah. honestly, because then you, you got to raise funds for the party. Uh, if you're part of legislative priorities committee, which I was, um, you get to travel to Austin during session to testify, to lobby uh, for our bills, and you know to meet f- uh, with other SREC members to strategize and things like that. Right. Um, then on top of that, most a lot of the SREC members go around the state uh, speaking on certain items or certain priorities um, that um, they wanted to promote. Um, the during the convention we take our eight priorities or ten priorities and this time we did the same thing and well 2020 we did the same thing so during the 2021 session um SRC members were traveling all over the state asking people to show up at the um austin um uh, for the legislative session to you know lobby and testify and all of that stuff it was fun right and and, and again um both the um Republican Party chairman position, a lot of lot of time commitment, obviously for that. Um, but you don't have as much travel to Austin and around the state as you do in your current position. That's correct. So I think this is this is more time consuming. The other one is more time consuming in travel on and the road. So on the road, yeah. yeah. So yeah. this is this is you know I I I've been in the office the last four days almost full time. So this is this is fun, and I love it. And um, we had, um, and, and we'll talk about this in a little while. We've got a gubernatorial debate coming that is, up. That is where. That um, and this is going to be. And I'll let you tell the details about that here in just a little while. But um, you know, big undertaking. We've got multi counties involved, but Collin County, the Collin County Republican Party, has taken the lead on this, and um, we've got. Um, 
a number of the candidates who are going to be debating each other. We also have, and this is what I love and I can't wait to participate in, we've got a straw poll that we're going to be doing. So um, It's going to be exciting. Yeah, it's going to be really exciting. So let's talk about, are you going to serve? Because I know around the state, I remember back when I was Republican Party chairman, there were a number of party chairmen who also served as SREC committee man or committee woman. What have you decided about? holding both positions well i think Collin county needs someone full-time pretty much so i'm going to i'm going to resign um effective december 3rd so on the 4th we have an src committee and um they can choose the next src member from senate district 8 yeah okay well and and, and again i think um you know, obviously, certainly you can serve in both capacities. I think the fact that you are choosing to step down, we've got, a, a you know, an, an amazing, um, you know, group of folks who are interested in serving that position. So, um, you know, let other leaders step up, be trained and be part of, you know, the keep Texas red. Yeah, you know, we got a lot huge. of talent in Collin County. We, and, we do. Well, yeah. SDA now, but it's it's more than Collin yeah. County these days. But uh, but we got plenty of people interested in this and almost every one of them that I spoke to it's just amazing patriots and and they will do a great job I love it I love it well and we're so excited to have you as our chairman um uh, the reason I mentioned that you've already been hard at work you were on a zoom call with us last night those of us who are helping plan this gubernatorial debate and and I'm just like the whole time I'm like yes 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 this is great because I mean you're already you, because you're already on top of this. You're already jumping on top of this with lots of enthusiasm. You've already looked into the budget. You've, you know, you've done a lot of prep work running. And now in the last, what, almost, almost five days that almost you've been chairman? Yeah. <laughs> almost five days. Yeah. Well, we have a huge year ahead of us. 2022 we is do. going to be one of the toughest and most exciting years that we're going to face. So, um, yeah, we've got a lot of work. So a lot of prep work, a lot of a lot of excitement. Yeah. Well, and, and one of the things that the Republican Party, um, especially here locally in Collin County, and I know you wholeheartedly support our veterans. Um, so we've got um, Chuck Wright, who co-hosted the J.P. Kathy and the crew telethon with me yesterday, a Veterans Day telethon. Um, he's hopping on for a few minutes because we are going to be promoting. And, Brett, if we can switch out the um, donate at the top and put Reese Across America, put their um, website up there. Um, Chuck Wright, I believe he's in the waiting room. Is he ready to come on screen? Excellent. There is Chuck. How are you this morning? Hey, my friend. How are you doing? I want to move so my uh, my sword isn't uh, popping out of either side of my head. Uh, oh, yeah, there you go. It looks like, you know, the Steve Martin arrow through your head kind of a thing. Yes, well, indeed. Well, Chuck, first not of all. That's not a great look. That's, <laughs> hey, that's a fun look. Well, hey, Chuck, first of all, I want to say thank you so much. Um, I can't tell you enough how much I appreciate you. Um with uh, with your efforts yesterday for our Veterans Day telethon. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, this is another, um, or I mean, you, you, <laughs> you are a veteran, and thank you for your service, and happy birthday, Marine. I know you're going to be emceeing the Marine Ball this Saturday. Can't wait to see you there. But you are involved in so many veterans' efforts across the across, uh, you know, Collin County, Frisco, North Texas, and the state of Texas. 
I know this is one of the ones you're the most passionate about. So tell us about Reese Across America because you're making one last push. We're getting to the deadline as far as um, raising funds for the, the Reese. So let's let's talk about what it is, what your ask is to the crew today. So so the motto is remember, honor, and teach. We want to remember the sacrifices that all of our veterans made, honor their service, uh, but probably the most important teach our children and grandchildren. Uh, and what this program does, and it's, it is not just nationwide, it is international. And on the 18th of December, we are going to lay wreaths at the gravesides of our veterans at DFW National Cemetery. And there is also a program at the large cemetery at McKinney. Uh, I think there's a couple of other in the DFW very much. They're smaller, uh, but our efforts are designed to try to cover the over 45,000 um, veterans that are interred at DFW National Cemetery. Um, the deadline is the 30th of November. So we are rapidly coming up on that deadline. And the bad news is we are not even halfway there this year. So oh. we are kind of really pushing. Okay. Well then we, we may have you back. We may ba- have you back on again. Um, just, you know, even for a five-minute plug um, next week on the show as well, because we've got to make sure that we, we get these reads. So what can people do? If somebody is watching right now, what can they do to help with this effort? So the re-sponsoring a wreath is only $15. It's a fairly small donation sponsorship. You can go to dfwreaths.com, two Ws, uh, dfwreaths.com. Or you can go to same name, DFW Reese Facebook page, uh, either one of those, and you will find the link uh, on the DFW page right there, pops right up, is the sponsor a wreath here. And it will take you to the national site, and that national site is coded to DFW. Um, and sponsor a wreath. It's $15. Um it's for a great cause. Now, the other thing people can do on the 18th, you are welcome to come out and join us. We have thousands of volunteers um, that that will come out to actually lay the wreaths. And we welcome your participation. And I, full disclosure, we do not expect you to have to, if you don't want to sponsor a wreath, we understand but that doesn't mean you're not welcome to come out. Absolutely. We ask you to take a moment, read the headstone, read it aloud, and you will be amazed at the information that's on that page. Bring a child or a grandchild. Talk to them about the sacrifices that our veterans have made. Talk to them about what they do to protect our values and protect our freedom, and not just ours. More than half of the world today is self-governed. They, they have some form of a true democracy. So, you know what, not to go political, but Iran doesn't count. Not, they don't have real elections. Okay, not to go political, <laughs> but we do have the new Republican Party chairman here in studio. And then in 15 minutes, we have Senator oh. Paxton coming on. So we are kind of political today, so it's okay. <laughs> We are doing a little political. Yesterday, yesterday, yes. yes, Congratulations. Thank you, buddy.
Hey, what? And listen, you know, if you want to put an email out to, to give us a little help to promote uh, promote this, we'd appreciate it. And please tell the absolutely lovely uh, and incredible singer, Senator Angela Paxson, that I said hello. We will. Uh, we were talking about her yesterday and the wonderful job she's doing. Um, so, and, and to let you get back to all of these other much more important than I am guests, um, dfwrees.com or dfw facebook page please consider sponsoring a a 15 wreath uh honoring a veteran uh and kathy i can't begin to tell you how much fun i had yesterday we had an absolute blast is it veterans day 2022 let's do this again we're ready we're ready i tell you what we're ready for the third annual telethon and again thank you so much was i'm talking earlier about all the great things that um, the homeless veteran services of dallas provides um ken waterson um god bless him a vietnam vet who has come back and and here's the thing he does not get paid for his gig all of the fundraising you do you do not get paid for any of that this is all out of the kindness of your heart so those donations truly go right to those homeless veterans and and that's just good stuff well um let's have you plug Rees across america one more time and then actually i'm going to introduce you guys via text after the show because i think there's um you know i know uh uh, abraham is abraham george uh, chairman george as he is now um chairman george is very a very big supporter of the military so and our veterans so uh, yeah he may want to put this out on an email that's who won Oh, my God. Yes. I love Chairman George. He's awesome. (laughs) All right, my friend. Well, so Rees Across America, how do people get a um, a wreath? How do they sponsor it? How do they volunteer? DFWreath.com to sponsor a $15 wreath. And if you're going to show up on the 18th, you are welcome. Please be there by 9 or 930. Parking is a bit of a nightmare out there. I will be there about 7, 38 o'clock in the morning to secure my parking place. But uh, uh, Travis and I work every year as section captains. Uh, I didn't even get to tell that story yesterday, uh, but that we, that's kind of how we started uh, volunteering with a, uh, a group of veteran service organizations. Uh, tradition, we probably need to ramp back up this year. But um, Godspeed, everybody, this morning. Uh, dfwreads.com and thank you Kathy so much for having me on Chairman George keep up the good work thank you buddy all right thanks so much Chuck Wright um, just a stellar individual um, the co-host of Kilroy's Conversation um, every Saturday morning here on JPK Broadcasting Network Um, Reads Across America I've gone out and I've um, actually done where you place the reads and um, I tell you, I dare you to keep a dry eye when you read the names of these these fallen soldiers and you honor and remember them. And then, um, you know, you go on to teach the next generation because we don't want to miss teaching pride and um, service to country and um, honoring our veterans to this next generation. Um, Amen. Yeah. And, and, and so we've got... Um, Let's go ahead and let's get right into the debate. Right. Um, we've got a gubernatorial debate. We have, um, if you can tell us about the candidates, the time, how do we sign up, and all that kind of good stuff. Yeah, absolutely. So this is going to take place on Saturday, November 27th. Uh, doors open at 9 a.m. and we begin at 10 a.m. It will be at the Frisco Embassy Suites. Um, we have, uh, currently we have three candidates confirmed, which is... Um, 
Alan West, uh, Don Huffines, and Chad Prather. And, you know, as normal, um, I, you know, the, the sitting governor doesn't really come out to do debates because he has a record that he, he can speak for himself. Exactly. exactly. So, and, you know, that's that's by no means, you know, any kind of slight or anything like no. that. This is this is typical. You have the people who are vying for the new position. Right. And, you know, and, and what I like about this in, um, you know, Terry Wade initiated this idea and has put together a, a, a great team of folks who are really working hard on this debate. Um, there's going to be a straw poll. So when you come in, if you're, mm-hmm. you know, some people are like, well, if, if Governor Abbott is not there, can I still support him in the straw poll? Absolutely. Absolutely. And the great thing it's, and John Montez is, if I can do it and I don't need, you know, one of my kids to help me out on the technology, it's user friendly. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, you just swipe and right. you'll be able to vote. And we're going to announce the um, winner of our straw poll that day. Mm-hmm. Are there some other counties involved in this as well? There are. I mean, we are working with Denton, Grayson, okay. a few other counties around the okay. uh, Dallas. Um, Hunt, I think, Hunt, is yeah. one, was one of them mm-hmm. was added. Yeah, yeah so Yeah, yeah so, so come yeah. out, mm-hmm. come out. Well, yeah. um, a cost um, to precinct chairs, cost precinct to chairs just Joe is, Public? Yeah, precinct chairs, is there is no cost. Um, Excellent. And for general public, we're asking for about $10 of donation. But, oh, okay. You know, it's not... So, I mean, to go out and to be around like-minded people, to see, um, you know, to see a, you know, this is a statewide, you know, gubernatorial debate. This This, is, this is, you know, the kickoff of 2022. That's right. It's probably the only one in North Texas. Yeah, that, I, I haven't heard of anything else like right. this around mm-hmm. this area. Yeah. So, um, you know, um, come out, have some fun, um, you know, support support the effort. $10. Yeah. How do people sign up? Uh, they can go to callingcountygop.org okay. and sign up there and or go to our Facebook and click on the uh, gubernatorial debate. And it, it okay. has a link up, link up there as well. It's just simple. Just put your name, address, Perfect. and that's about it. Love it. Yeah. And I know, I think there are still volunteer opportunities available. Are. What are what are things that people can do? And then let's take that and move into, as chairman, what, what is your vision and what kind of volunteer opportunities are there going to be for those of us, we the people who right now, rightfully so, are extremely frustrated or extremely upset and extremely concerned yes. about so, our country. Yes. So since November of last year, um, we've had uh, appointed more than hundred uh, precinct chairs. That is not, awesome. that's unheard of because uh, that's amazing. It's, yeah, it's hard to get precinct chairs to work for a, a, any party. Uh, but over hundred precinct chairs, and, and we have about that's 14. in addition to the precinct chairs a, you already have. That's right. Uh, yeah. That's correct. So we have like fourteen or fifteen in training now. They go through basic training on what is a precinct chair and what they need to do and things like that. So it's an exciting time. There is a bunch of people who signed up for volunteer or to be precinct chair. They can because they already have a precinct chair. So we're asking for any volunteer, anybody who wants to volunteer to come out and sign up at callingcountygop.org and we will uh, plug you in somewhere where you're excited to serve. Yeah. Uh, you know, there are committees, there are there are a ton of stuff to do. There really is. You know, there's there's um, a couple of different annual fundraisers. So yep. if, if, if that's what you like, um, get out the vote. Yep. We'll be building um, a Victory 22 committee. Yes. Um, as a matter of fact, in a little while, we're going to have um, Senator Angela Paxton on, and she and I um, co-chaired um, Victory 2020 yep. together. Mm-hmm. 
and it was a blast. Even with the pandemic, you know, we still had a great time. And, um, you know, you heard stories about people registering new voters who have moved into the state. And, mm-hmm. you know, gosh, I remember uh, knocking on the door of a person who had moved in from California, and they were like, I, what, I don't care what party you're with. If you're the ones keeping this house, they're like, they're like I could have never afforded this home in California. And they're correct. like, so where do I sign up? What do I do? You know, and they were there with bells on. Yes. So. so we have, I mean, people say Californians are moving into Texas and making a mess. But honestly, most of the people who are moving in are conservatives. They're Republicans. Uh, they want to keep Texas the way it is. And they 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 love it. The whole the, the whole reason they moved. I'm not talking about everyone, but most of the people yeah, are. There there are a few yes. that came here blue, and they, right. I guess they prefer a state income tax. I don't know. <laughs> they came from the land of granola and taxes. God bless them. Maybe they still like that. But yeah. you're right. The our experience at the GOP headquarters. Um, even when we had like you know Trump trains, and you know we had people coming out and knocking on doors for Victory 2020. You were up there. Yeah. And. Yeah. There were people who were like, they. It's like they. You know, they're like, I feel like I've died and gone to heaven. This is That's amazing. Right. You know, That's right. no income tax on state. Yeah, there is uh, very low um, living expenses compared to California. I mean, there, this is an amazing place to be. Uh, even with all the stuff we have going on in the, in our country, Texas yeah. is still an amazing place to be. It is. It is. And, and that's the thing. Yeah, we want to keep this bubble. And this is something that um, I know you're pushing as as um, Republican Party chairman. And that is keep Texas red. You know, keep Texas strong. Keep Texas we the people. Keep Texas safe. Um, we've got to we've got to work hard to protect ourselves. Not only do we have the effort of, you know, winning back the House, winning a large majority in the Senate. I mean, we, we've we've got a lot of work to do. But we see what happened in Virginia. Mm-hmm. My goodness, we see what happened in New Jersey. New Jersey. So right. when you saw those results as a party leader, when you saw Virginia and the results that they had, what, what was your reaction? Well, this is just a frustration from people. I mean, this is not uh, this is not about one party or the other anymore. It, it's about people just want to survive in a country where we are having so much trouble. I mean, gas prices doubled almost. Oh my God. Um, our shelves are empty, uh, and yeah. you know there is so much trouble in our country, and and this all happened in the last ten months, and it it wasn't it, like it hasn't five, even been a year. That's correct. Yeah. So there is there is no way Republicans going to lose in the next twenty in twenty twenty two. We have to do that. I mean, we we cannot screw this up. There is, I mean, <laughs> even if we try. Please, no, <laughs> we do not. Yes, we are advocating not screwing this up. Right, well, which means we're going to have to work together. Yes. And I know you've got a big message of unity. So let's talk for, for somebody who has not had a chance to meet you yet. And, and how can they get in touch with you? How can they follow you if they want to grab coffee with you or come up to headquarters and visit with you? First of all, how do they get in touch with you? And then what drove you to get so involved in the Republican Party and you know, follow your heart as a servant leader? Well, I honestly started in 2008 when President Obama got elected. And during that campaign, there was a huge message that they was gone out. Anybody who is not, uh, who is not supporting and is a minority, it's a, it's a, you know, it doesn't, they don't understand. So 
there was a message about be, me being a minority. There was you you have to support President Obama. I mean Obama at that time, uh, Senator Obama at that time. And I said no, I don't I don't agree with the policies. I don't agree with any of the things that he's saying. So uh, that's how I reached out to Dallas County GOP at that time and said, okay, I would like to come and help in any way possible. And they said, well, we need a lot of block walkers and phone bankers. And so just so that's how I get uh, that's how it got started in the beginning and. Recently, I've seen after President Trump has uh, built our country back, uh, that has, I mean, and these days we can we can only imagine if he would have been uh, president one more term oh where goodness. we would have been. Uh, yeah. We wouldn't have this mess. But unfortunately, we are we are at a mess. Well, and, and you know, here's the thing. Uh, and, and, and Abraham, you and I are Chairman George. You, you and I, I stand corrected, uh, <laughs> but um, you and I have talked about this and, you know, in, in less than a year, and literally there are things like what's happening on the border, which is horrific, which is horrific. Drugs yeah. like we've never seen, opiates, um, opioids, um, uh, uh, fentanyl. Fentanyl went from $50.00 to 15. So literally kids can buy it with their lunch money. I mean, it's horrific. Sex trafficking, all of the things, crime, um, you know, we're having mandates put on us for masks and vaccines and all this kind of stuff from the federal government. But everybody coming over. Hey, if you come over and, and you're separated from your family, what do you get? $450,000. Yes. Our veterans are having trouble making, finding a meal yes. for a day. And we're giving out $450,000 to illegal immigrants. And it's just... It's unreal. It, yeah. It, you can't make up this kind of stuff. Uh, yeah, that, <laughs> I keep saying that you're, you literally stole my life. I keep saying, you can't make this up. And all Biden had to do, all the current administration had to do was just keep things away. The President Trump, keep, keep what he had put into place. Yeah. But look at Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. Would that have ever happened under President Trump's watch? No, they, it wouldn't have. I mean, he didn't listen to any of his military leaders. He didn't listen to anybody with any strategy in, mm. in the military side. He just he listened to his po- political advisors and and pulled it and it and just, the squad. Yeah, and the squad. It it just As made the my worst yeah. mess we ever had. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. just it's horrible. So it is up to us, and and you can make a difference. You know, yes. I mean, look at the difference you've made since you've been involved. Don't you feel like? At least your voice is heard. At least you're absolutely. part of the process. Yes, absolutely. You know, and 2022 will be a, a a perfect opportunity for anyone who wants to join the party, or even if you don't want to join the party, you just want to talk to your neighbors yeah. about, you know, hey, this is not the way our country is supposed to run. Yeah. Uh, that will make huge difference, and that's I think that's what that's the difference that, that took place in uh, in uh, Virginia, and in New Jersey. And yeah. You know, a truck driver with two hundred and forty dollars. I know. You know, you gotta love it. Yeah. Well, because we the people are frustrated. You know, um, I was just at the grocery store yesterday, and and I'm telling you, it was almost twenty dollars. And I'm a creature of habit; buy mostly the same stuff, you know, every week. And again, and and this is again every week. It's jumping. The price is oh. jumping. And then I'm, you know, my car had been in the shop, so I had to borrow my mom's car, which is an SUV. Oh, and usually you don't think about going to the gas station, or at least, you know, 10 months ago I didn't. Right. Now I'm like, oh, I have to go get gas. Yeah. It, it was 149 
and yeah. it's three dollars and something now. I mean, yeah. it literally doubled in ten months. Mm. And so. you know, and then people have you know, we, and then we've got all of the. I mean, my goodness, we're gonna have to have you back on to just talk about things like, well, the airlines right now, mm-hmm. and you know, and and OSHA's mandate, and then if and then if the TSA says okay. Y'all have to be vaccinated, which, again, if you want to be vaccinated and you and your doctor and your family think that's best. That's fine. more power Absolutely. to you. That's, yeah. you know, I mean, you know, I, you know, I need to, it reminds me, I need to go get the shingles vaccination. Okay. I need to go get, you know, the vaccination for pneumonia. Right. But we were never told you have to get the flu shot. And all of a sudden now we're saying, okay, and get your, get your little bitty kids, get your toddlers vaccinated. Since when? Has the government been allowed, the federal government, been allowed to tell us what to do with our own bodies? Exactly. The, it, it, it breaks every possible clause in the Constitution yes. and, and, and goes against our freedom. I mean, I am absolutely in favor of vaccination, anybody who wants to take it. Right. I haven't taken it because that's my right to do so. Exactly. My wife wants to take it. Let her take it. it it's fine. Right. There is no problem with anybody taking it or not taking it. It's The problem is government telling us what to do with it. Exactly. So that is our problem, exactly. not the vaccination itself. Yeah. I mean, the whole vaccination program actually took place and got uh, through the approval process during Trump administration. So nobody's against the vaccination. It's just someone mandating the vaccination is our problem. Right. right. So. And, and that's the thing. You know, I, I just... Um, and I know you and I are preaching to the choir with each other and with our conservative friends. Yeah. I just, it, it, where does it stop? Okay, then, and people, are, I mean, people are in fear of losing their jobs. Um, I was talking about a friend of mine who works from home, but the woke company that he works for was like, you've been here for 10 years, stellar service. If you aren't vaccinated, you will be fired. So then Governor Abbott came in and at least stopped it for the Texas portion. In the meantime, he had gone through First Liberty and downloaded their form, First Liberty, you know, great organization, um, and was able to, with following the rules and following the steps on their website, was able to get a religious exemption. But then they sent him an email the other day, and I'm like, okay, how does this work? So it said, okay, well, because you're in Texas, um, you know, we're going to go ahead and accept your religious exemption for now. We're going to revisit that in May. And I asked my friend, I said, are you going to change your religious beliefs by <laughs> May? May? And he's like, no. And I said, and you still work from home, right? So, but then he said, you know what? Every so often we get together and we have a company meeting or a company, um, you know, like a team building activity. Well, he's been banned from those. Oh, yeah. Ten years with his company. And now because he won't take that vaccine. Okay, they'll allow him to work from home. Oh, and and also he had COVID. He went to his doctor, got tested. His antibodies are off the charts. I mean, like literally I've got him on speed dial. If anybody in my family gets COVID, whatever you can donate, like platelets or I don't know what it is. I'm like, hey. Give us some of your antibodies. Yeah. Help, help me with this. Yeah. Help me, Abraham. Well, the the interesting thing, I was talking to a friend of mine recently, as in last week. His company had separated all the vaccinated people into one room and all the unvaccinated people to another room now. And the unvaccinated have to take a test on a daily basis to enter the, in the workplace. It, it has gone world has gone mad it's just amazing this multi-billion dollar corporations are run with this kind of stupidity in their in their corporate management yeah. uh, but 
it's that's where we are at in 2021. It's just, it, 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 again, like you said earlier, you can't make this up. Um, well, we've got somebody who would like to congratulate you, who right. is here via Zoom today, Senator Angela Paxton. Do we have your beautiful face getting ready to pop up on the screen? Oh, she's connecting right now. So, so um, uh, we've got Angela Paxton, who is the senator for Senatorial District 8, which is actually the SREC committee man position. You uh, represent her district. That's right. At the Republican Party of Texas level. So, um, well, you do for now. Yes. Now, for now, an- now another, you're our county month, party chairman right. for one more month. There that's you right. you're, you're double duty for a month. Yeah. And Brett, if you'll let us know when we've got Senator Paxton. I think I hear. Oh, I look like I'm upside. I think you're sideways. I look like I'm upside down. <laughs> I think there Let's you go. See if I can fix this. Okay. <laughs> oh, good morning, Senator so Paxton. Hey, hey, hanging from the ceiling here, right? What an exciting day! Hey, Abraham, congratulations to you. I'm I'm thrilled about uh, your new position with the Collin County uh, Party and. Um, I, I could hear a little bit of your, uh, you know, conversation with Kathy uh, as I was hanging from my ceiling here. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> Thanks for being here. Oh, no, I'm, I'm glad to be here and glad to be here with you. And um, Kathy, how's everything? It's going well. We had um, our second annual J.P. Kathy and the Crew Veterans Day Telethon yesterday and um we're able to raise money for homeless veterans in Dallas. Um, so very excited about that. And Jen, super excited to talk with you. You know, you and I served as co-chairs for Collin County GOP for Victory 2020. Now we have our new chairman who's already talking about Victory 2022. And I know you've got some strong thoughts on moving forward as a party, um, party unity, um, you know, we the people coming together. So, so let's talk about that. Yeah, I mean, I think this is um, this is one of the times when I think the actual structure of the party is most visible um, at at the place that we are in because um, in the timeline, I guess, of the election cycle, every two years, right? We have um, candidates who are on the ballot, and many people. Uh, are very aware about voting in November in the general election when they have a Republican and a Democrat, maybe a Libertarian to choose from. But many people are not aware of actually how did those people get on the ballot? And that's kind of where we are in the process right now. We're about to head into the primary season. And um, the, the primary in Texas, at least for now, is scheduled to be on March the 1st. That's a Tuesday. And the primary election is really, really important. The primary is where the different parties, the Democrat Party, the Republican Party, the Libertarians, choose the candidate that they want on the ballot in November. And the way that happens is there is actually an election in March called the primary. Um, It is basically undergirded by the parties themselves. And I'll let Abraham kind of talk a little bit more about that. But, um, you know, there will be Republicans running against Republicans, Democrats running against Democrats. In Texas, we have what's called an open primary. You don't have to say, um, here, I prove I'm a Democrat, I prove I'm a Republican, and that's how I vote 
that's the primary I vote in. You can vote in whatever primary you want to. And actually, historically, we've had situations where um, people who affiliate with the Democratic Party cross over and they choose to vote in the Republican primary and vice versa in order to influence uh, which candidate uh, goes on the ballot in the primary ballot. But what you're going to see um, for for the next few months, you're going to see Republicans running against Republicans, Democrats running against Democrats, Libertarians running against Libertarians. And all of that is to culminate in the March 1st election where the people of Texas in their respective districts will determine which candidate they uh, choose to represent them against the opposing parties in the general election. And um, so with that, uh, I, I guess the only other thing I would say is filing opens tomorrow for the primaries. And so that's one of the things on my checklist is to finish my paperwork as a candidate for Senate District 8 um, to uh, to basically file with the state party, not the not the county party, but with the state party in Austin um, to make sure that my name is on the ballot for the primary election in, uh, in March. So, Abraham, I guess you could maybe talk a little bit more about the role of the party um, in, Absolutely. in the place that we're at. Yeah, so we, like you said, the primary as of now, it's on March 1st, and, and Republicans, um, you know, they get to choose who they wanted to represent in the November elections, and so does Democrats. And um, it's a time for, it's an exciting time. Be- people wanted to choose who do they, you know, it's, they wanted to figure out who they wanted, wanted as their elected official in the next term. Um, we have, you know, governor's race. We have, well, Ken Paxton, your husband is running. And, and you know, so there's a lot of um, high-profile um primaries happening this year and uh, I think we're gonna we're gonna come out strong we're gonna have good candidates we're gonna have strong candidates um, and we're gonna win the 2022 election that's for sure well I think that's um, Kathy you mentioned about the idea of unity um, that you and I've talked a lot about and you know right now is people aren't going to necessarily probably think they're, they're probably going to go, why are all the Republicans fighting against each other? And, <laughs> and I think what we're, what we're dealing with right now, uh, the, the period of time we're in right now is choosing which Republican do we want for each of these races. And, and Abraham is so right there. There are very high profile races uh, this time. Part of that is because actually the reality is literally everyone is on the ballot because we're at the beginning of a new redistricting period. We just completed redistricting. I know everyone heard a lot about that uh, as we were going through it. We drew new congressional lines. We drew new Senate districts, new House districts, new State Board of Education districts. And all of our statewide are on the ballot, governor, lieutenant governor, attorney general, land commissioner, um, agriculture commissioner, uh, all the way, all the way down, all the statewide railroad commission, everyone's on the the ballot this time because we're at the beginning of our districting period, and um, and we are going to choose which Republicans we want to represent us. And I guess you know the thing that 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 my my the, the downside of this is sometimes what ends up happening is 
in all of the passion and flurry around who people are supporting that they move off of issues and they they move into areas and I experienced this in my primary I had a pretty nasty primary I tried to keep it on the issues um but you know what I had I had a an opponent who in my primary tried to create a lot of um baggage for me that I ended up having to deal with in my general election and it was false um and I was able to combat it but I think what I would just encourage people to do is run hard for your candidate, but support them for the reasons that it matters. Um, don't stoop to the, the low rumor mill um, bashing that happens that hurts our whoever wins. It hurts them in the general election. Because remember, everything we do now is something that our opponents will use against our candidates in the general election. So, you know, actually, Ronald Reagan um, is is well known for his um, uh, famous 11th commandment. Um, and Abraham or, or Kathy, I don't know, do you remember uh, his, his 11th commandment? Yeah, the 80-20 rule, right? Uh, well, I, uh, I don't Are you know. talking about the, do you not speak ill of your fellow Republicans? No. Yeah. 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 That's, now the eighty twenty rule—that's a whole nother—that's a whole nother topic. That's that's a, that's another great Reagan quote. But yeah, the the eleventh commandment—we've gotten away from it. And if we want to keep Texas red, in particular, I mean, look at all the money the Democrats are putting into our state. It into my goodness, look how much money they put into Collin County, and it was money from California and New York and D.C. We've we've got to make sure that we can still be strong come November of 2022. Well, and I, I think one of the things that part of how I think about it is that that the primaries are kind of the, the family squabble, right? Yep. They're in the family, right? And we need to remember that, that we are in the family. And, and so sometimes there are questions that need to be asked. Um, that, that, I mean, my advice would be if you do have like personal questions about individuals or, or whatever, instead of, um, fighting that out on Facebook, that while it, if it's just a rumor, I think the place to do that is to follow the, the scriptural admonition that we have, um, in Matthew 18, which is the first thing you do is you go to that person. So, you know, if you're hearing something about a candidate that you're like, Oh my gosh, what a horrible person! Or did they really do that? Um, you know, you can you can find it out on on Facebook and just you know the allegation of something that sounds unseemly or or whatever you can you can fight that way. Um, I think that the the way of integrity really is to go to that person, go to their campaign directly, and you know what? If it's true, then it may be something that needs to be addressed publicly because it may be a distinction between candidates. But I think that, that, you know, what we have to remember is the long game in this. The long game is we need to win in November. And we've got a very clear cut distinction between Republican and Democrat right now. And, oh, and yes. what we are fighting to win is the Republican policies in contrast with a party which holds the White House right now, the, the Biden administration, which is increasing gas prices, which is t- 
tanking our economy, which is removing personal freedom, which is uh, allowing an open border to just flood and, and overwhelm our economic healthcare systems, education systems. Um, it is clear who our enemy is. So in the, in, in the family squabble, let's be healthy and let's find the right people to, to, who can win in November. But let's also remember that at the end of the day, we're going to be family and we're going to unite behind our Republican candidates. Absolutely. Well, Senator Paxton, thank you so much for coming on uh, for a special edition today so you could congratulate our new Republican Party chairman. I, I know you and I were texting back and forth and we're just thrilled that he won this special election and um, and just so grateful that you were able to come on and give him a big old congratulations. Thank well, you, thank Senator. you. And, and Abraham, um, you know, we, we all, what is it? We all, uh, I think it was Benjamin Franklin who said, you know, we, we must all stand together or we're all hang separately. That's right. And, uh, you know, I think that's, I, I've just been so proud and so pleased to work with you as you've served so faithfully as SREC um, for, for our district. And I'm looking forward to working with you in this new role. Um, I think you're going to you're 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 already a star in my book and you'll just continue to do that. So thanks so much for your faithful service. Thank you so much. Thank you for coming in. Appreciate it. All right. Thank you, Senator. God bless you. Have a wonderful weekend. Um, Senator Angela Paxton of Senatorial District 8. Of course, she updated us all throughout the um, the. Well, I would say the session. I mm-hmm. need to say sessions because session, she was also yeah, on every important. special session to report to the crew what was going on. Um, so, uh, Chairman George, and again, congratulations. Just, you know, any way I can help you, any way we can help you promote things you need to on the show, we're thrilled to help. Uh, gubernatorial debate is gubernatorial the next big debate. event. So right. how do people how do people find out about it? So when is it? All that kind of good stuff. Yeah, November twenty seventh. Uh, we start at nine nine a.m. Well, actually, the doors open at nine a.m. and we start the debate at ten ten a.m. Uh, it's at the Embassy Suites in Frisco, and uh, the way to sign up for it to volunteer or to attend or to sponsor is to, by going to callingcountygop.org. Um, and or to one of our social media sites, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all of those things. Uh, it's all Colin GOP. That's the handle for all of our uh, social media Excellent. Uh, um, sites. And, you know, it will be Alan West, Don Huffines, and Chad Prather. And we will have a straw poll. That's yes. the exciting part. And you get to vote. You get to vote early and that's often. Right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> that is right. And, and, and. That we will include Governor Abbott's name into the into the absolutely. poll, so that you know anyone who wants to support him, that'll be that'll be wonderful absolutely. to see that. Yes, yep, yep. absolutely. So that's going to be an exciting time. Um, uh, you know, seats are filling up fast. We're yes. over. I mean, my goodness, uh, you know, this is the Saturday after Thanksgiving. If you've got family in town, we've got a number of folks who are making this kind of turning it into a little family event. Yep. Um, um, get out, come out. You know, be around. You know, it's so encouraging to be around like-minded people and people who are who who believe in the constitution who who believe in individual liberties and who believe in freedom and um it it does your heart and soul good to be around folks like that yeah Yeah. and we have people coming out from coming from other areas of texas and uh, out of of state uh family members showing up and all kinds of stuff that this is this is going to be an exciting event for for North Texas. Very exciting. And you'll be there. So if people want a chance to meet you live in person, they can meet you there. Um, Let's, let's talk about 
if the, if people want to get in touch with you, if somebody's interested in learning more about, well, how do I get involved as a precinct chair? I'm not so sure if I want to do this. I mean, how do they reach out to you? The the best way to do it is either make a call to the Collin County GOP's um, headquarters or just show up. Um, we are open most of the time. Uh, we start around. I mean, the official open time is at 10 o'clock, but we, we are open by 8 o'clock these days. Uh, we got a lot of stuff going on, and we, we are open on Saturdays now. Tomorrow is the first day of filing. Neil will be there, our executive director, and he's going to be taking in all the all the filings. And if anyone wants to come by and say hello, well, we'll welcome. We'll, I'll be there as well. That's fantastic. Uh, and the filing deadline for candidates? Uh, I believe it's December 18th. I, I was going to say, I know, I know it's coming up in December. So right. we'll, um, and, and again, you know, if you want to run for office, if you want to run for precinct chairman, if you want to come up and be a volunteer, we, you know, it, it's so easy that, I mean, there are opportunities now, Abraham, where literally you can get the information downloaded to your phone and you're basically kind of pushing a button and helping, helping push these phone calls out to typical Republican voters. You right. can get a friendly list or, um, I always like to take the challenge, the challenging <laughs> precincts and knock on those doors. Somebody's like undecided because, you know, I like the challenge of telling somebody, Hey, you know, yeah, yeah. don't you want to be able to protect your family? Do, you know, don't you want um, local control of your mm -hmm. government? Um, but but there's there's jobs where you can just, uh, you know, gosh, there's anything. Knock on doors, make phone calls, um, uh, help, um, you know, help put together yard signs and, yep. and all ages, too. That's all right. Ages. So we have we have some young people helping out with the yard signs, putting up big signs out yeah. and all of that stuff. Uh, we have people block walking and, and we need. We need people on social media promoting some yes, of these things. Yes, and yes. so we, we've got, uh, we've taken every version of every talent we can possibly get and, 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 um, and use it for good. So um, over the next couple of weeks, we're going to have, um, well, the gubernatorial debate. Then after that, it's going to be the, the uh, lot of phone banging from headquarters asking for the new movers to Texas to come and register. Uh, to vote and things like that. So there's there's a lot of stuff happening in headquarters. Lot, just lots to do. Okay, so we're gonna uh, I'm gonna throw this question out to you. You were just elected on Monday evening. Mm -hmm. What would you say as part of your vision, part of your plan for the Collin County Republican Party? And there's a lot of pressure on Collin County because we have to overperform mm -hmm. for some of the counties that we'll just say underperform when That's it comes right. to to Republican voters. What would you say is the most important part of your vision as chairman right now? Well, at this moment in time, I think Republicans coming together as one and working for the party, working and standing up for our principles, not for people, for our principles, will be the most important thing because, you know, especially we have with the, all the primaries, after the primaries, Whoever wins, we, the party has to get behind that person. It doesn't matter who that person is. If you support them in the primary or not, we're going to get behind that person, and that's that's who will be our candidate, our Republican candidate for November, and we're going to do everything we can to make sure that person wins. So party unity, bringing together people, and getting everyone out there to do something will be the, the biggest thing. 
Fantastic. Again, congratulations, Chairman Abraham George, brand new chairman of the Collin County Republican Party. Honored to be serving with you, sir. And thank you so much for your service already and your continued service and your service in the future. We really appreciate you. Appreciate that. Thank you for having me here today. All right. Well, take care. Everybody have a blessed and wonderful weekend. Um, Get out there and make a difference. Let your voice be heard. And a way to do that is get in touch with our friend, chairman of the Collin County Republican Party, Abraham George. Thank you to Chuck Wright for being on. Would love um, for you to go on uh, DFW Reads Across America buy a wreath, go out there and participate. Um, You will not regret, you will not regret it. Um, And then thank you to Senator Angela Paxton for her congratulatory message for um, Chairman Abraham George. Y'all have a blessed weekend and we will see you on Monday.